Welcome to the Love Your Vibe podcast. It's a revolution of evolution. You are in the right place if you are a kind and heart-centered person looking to learn new ways of showing up aligned, authentic, and fully self-expressed. If everyone did this work on the planet, don't you think it could be heaven on earth? I'm Alvira Hopper, and I'm in the studio with Eleanor Hayward, and we are so thrilled that you've joined us. In this episode, Eleanor and I speak about judgment versus discernment, ego versus soul, and pointing fingers versus taking radical responsibility. We hope you enjoy our discussion. Hi, Elvira. Hello, Eleanor. Hello to our audience. Thank you so much for joining us today. I wanted to talk about the juicy topic of judgment versus discernment. Mm, Juicy. I think so. (laughs) I hope our audience does too. Because judgment is something that's so prevalent in our culture and is just a reflex. That if you see somebody who looks different than you, if you... You know, even in in court, you know, it's like there's this judgment that you are right or you are wrong. Right. And that is just, uh, it comes from ego. Mm -hmm. I think that's overall the dynamic that we're getting at here. And I mean, in society, we, there's, I guess there's a place for it. I think that's what personal development is getting at is that there's, there's always a paradox. There's always a shade of gray that right and wrong Um, is a perspective. Right. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whereas discernment is more of a a spiritual awareness. Comparing in judgment that there tends to be walls. Right. That if if you're wrong, because I want to be right, that's Mm. our ego. And so, whereas discernment from a spiritual perspective is more about boundaries Mm -hmm. because we are all entitled to our space. We're all entitled to our own privacy. Right. Okay. Right. So I'm circling around here because ego will give us the right and wrong and the finger pointing Mm -hmm. because in, in the love your vibe transformation, we talk about, well, if you're pointing fingers at somebody else, then you've got, two pointing at them and six pointing back at you. Right. So how can I take responsibility for this? We tend to blame homeless people for being homeless mm. as a basic example that, oh, they must have made a really bad decision. So therefore they deserve whatever mm-hmm. they get. And it even plays out in our in our prison system that there's this this hierarchy, this you deserve whatever punishment is coming your way. But if you're really looking at it from a human rights standard, nobody deserves to be tortured mm-hmm. and put into solitary confinement or, yeah, you know, yeah. Ugh, so it hurts my heart. It does. Yeah. And so along my path of personal development, when I learned discernment and recognizing my boundaries, I've learned that the more that I love myself, the more apparent my boundaries have become mm-hmm. because we tend to want to take advantage of each other. That's the ego. Yeah. As yeah. well, I think that's that right and wrong. It's a it's a psychological yeah. manipulation, a yeah. control drama. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I hope everybody's following <laughs> us so far, circling around, because really what personal development brings us is that opportunity to become aligned. Yeah. 
and authentic Mm -hmm. and fully self-expressed. Yeah, your true self. Yeah. And so we get caught in our heads. I think that's really the ultimate dynamic of the ego is that we Mm -hmm. tend to hold our breath. Yeah. And how do we take responsibility for those six fingers pointing back at us? How can I show up with compassion? Mm -hmm. How do I show up with empathy for other people? Right, right. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And would you like to share your perspective on empathy and compassion on this topic? Yeah, for sure. Um, So I think that the inner work truly allows us to show up with more empathy and compassion. Because Mm -hmm. when we learn to love ourselves and have self-compassion, we can have compassion for others. It's truly hard to give anybody else something that we don't give ourselves. Eureka. Right? Yeah. And so I, I know for myself that I lived most of my life out of alignment. I was a people pleaser trying to be what my parents wanted me to be, fit into their box of this healthcare professional, yada, yada. And I wasn't living my truth. And therefore, um, I fell into a lot of control dramas and I fell into a lot of, you know, trying to take power from others and judging Ah. others and, and not having compassion for myself or self love. Like that just was non-existent in my world before I had my big breakdown and breakthrough where I got the love your vibe, a miracle mindset divinely gifted. And so I lived out of alignment and therefore there wasn't self-love, there wasn't self-compassion, and I was very judgmental, you know, Uh always pointing my fingers at other people, making them wrong, making them bad, you know, Um, and- Because you felt wrong and bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, because I wasn't in alignment, I wasn't Mm. being my true self. So, you know, I am so grateful for this work that came through me that that allowed me to, you know, learn self-compassion and self-love and and create good boundaries with people and and be able to say you know no that doesn't work for me this this is this is what's working for me and it's not blaming or shaming or judging it's it's about no this is who i am and this is my boundary and that's coming from soul you know judgment comes from ego discernment comes from soul mm-hmm. right yeah so when we are truly living in alignment with who we really are and who we are is love. And and if we can truly believe that, you know, I do, I know, I know you do. <laughs> and if we can truly believe that we're love and we can have compassion and we don't have to be judgmental because we are, we are love. Therefore, you know, if we believe we're all love, if anybody doesn't believe that they're just not seeing themselves clearly, but Mm. we hold space to see them as love as well. Right. So absolutely. And that's what this inner work is about, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to note that even ego and even judgment is a reflection of soul on some level because it's there as part of us as a self-defense mechanism. Hmm. How's that connected to soul? Sorry. Help me understand. So, well, because everything's spirit. Okay. Right. So and that's really deep, Eleanor. I'm not sure I'm that really deep. deep. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm that deep. But but tell me more. I want to learn. <laughs> so because ego, we can't get rid of it. I think that's where along my personal development journey, I'm like, I've isolated. Ego is the problem. How do I get rid of it? I was judging my own ego. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Whereas that was part of my journey. Right. That was part of my adventure when I actually had a, a psychotherapist uh, walk me through, well, Ego is trying to protect me. So yeah, why would I yeah. want to get rid of that? Right. So the the trick in personal development is to recognize trick? when ego 
trick. Sorry, I don't Sorry, like that word. The practice. <laughs> yeah, okay. The practice of personal development yeah, yeah. <laughs> is recognizing when ego is speaking up. Right. So I can hear those voices in my head when I'm judging myself because then I judge others. Mm-hmm. And psychologically speaking, ego is that self-defense mechanism. This is our reptile brain. Yeah. That just wants to protect wants us. Wants to protect us. Yeah. And stereotypes are yeah. something that are very common in our world that I think is part of our our racial identity political crisis on this other level that we tend to judge others that are different from us. We're 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 very much group thinkers. Yeah. That if you're not with us then you're against us. Right. And so whatever level of judgment that we place whether it's your your physical ability, your class, your race, your gender, your sex. Yeah. Whatever ism you want to throw out there, your age, mm. that then your size. I'm better. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. There's this hierarchy <laughs> yeah. of better and worse. If yeah. you're not a white male, cisgendered, <laughs> straight, yeah. rich man, yeah. then everything else is lesser than right. because that's just how our culture has evolved. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, there are some truths to stereotypes. Yeah. And it's a it's a shortcut in our brain. It's a bias. So that if, you know, historically speaking, if I'm picking berries in the field and I see a shadow that comes over my shoulder, this is the part of my brain that jumps into this fight or flight right. to protect me before yeah. I ascertain, is this a saber-toothed tiger yeah. or my partner who's coming to help me? Right. So we tend to look at those shadows and right. we're like, we kind of judge it. And there are some truth of stereotypes, but the the process of self-development shows us, and this is the sociology perspective, that if we believe the stereotype to be true all of the time, that that becomes a prejudice. Right, right. And that tends to become problematic when you're not giving people the benefit of the doubt right. with compassion and right. empathy, as we're discussing. Right. And so when you act on the prejudice, it becomes a discrimination. Mm. So it really takes us challenging our biases, challenging our prejudices. So where is the stereotype? Where is this true? Like, for example, if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody who's more intimidating looking that I feel like, ah, I'm, I'm, I have Not to safe. hold my, yeah. hold my purse tighter. Yeah. That this person might be the biggest teddy bear mm-hmm. who's coming towards me, but they see me clutch my purse. Right. That that actually is a microaggression. Right. Right. And and that's how even like it can be racism against sexism. Yeah. It's just There's it can so be very heartbreaking. Yeah. And and the thing is, how do you challenge somebody who has more power than you? Mm-hmm. Then it becomes a, a, a control struggle. Mm-hmm. And control drama, yeah. it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Really and truly. But when we can do the inner work and start to recognize, oh, I was wrong in that situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't have all of the information. Mm-hmm. Maybe I made a snap judgment. How can I give the benefit of the doubt right. and look to the extenuating circumstances that might be imposed upon this person who made this decision to commit a crime? Yeah. As a basic example, we tend to want to blame criminals. It's their fault. But as we were talking about, if you don't heal, you end up bleeding on people who didn't cut you. Right. Yeah. And often this, because even crime can be an expression of poverty that can be passed down intergenerationally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
that even crime runs in families. Yeah. Right? Like, not yeah. to say that crime is correct or right, but again, if we're looking at what's black and white, what if somebody is stealing to feed their family? Right. You yeah. know, like, yeah. how do we approach this with more compassion and remedial, um, like remedial therapy? Like, how do we actually heal people? Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a fantastic film with Michael Moore, and he talked about um, a prison system. I think it was called "What Where to Invade Next." It was a fantastic film. Wow! And he actually went overseas, and it's like, like, where are these policies that we that we value in society? And they were implemented all over the world. So I went he went, he went to Norway and looked at the prison system there, as an example. Okay. And how do you actually heal people so that? it drops the so-called recidivism rate that drops like the, the reoccurrence rate, right. that they're actually going to go back into society and be productive right. human beings. And in some form, teaching them about trauma. I've seen mm. other articles. How do we heal? Yeah. How do we heal society? Yeah. And yeah. personal development is is certainly one huge solution there. Oh. So are you following along or do you have any yeah. questions about that? Yeah. Is no, that clear? No, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I truly believe that, yeah, if we are doing our inner work of healing our own traumas, um, you know, we, uh, we, we can truly be more compassionate to others and, and we don't have to have, you know, some of these, all the isms you, you talked about because, um, you know, it's, uh, it's about, you know, getting into alignment with who you truly are and, and, you know, listening to your body's wisdom, your, your heart's wisdom and, you know, discerning, you know, what is something that is, is, um, you know, just a good boundary versus a judgment of another, you know? And I think the more we learn to get in touch with our hearts, with our souls, with our body's wisdom, we will have a society that's less judgmental and more discerning. And I think that's just, you know, the betterment of, excuse me, that's going to make a better humanity. Yes. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And as a, my background is as a massage <clears throat> therapist, that so many people are disconnected from their bodies. Mm. Like I can remember like asking people <clears throat> questions to say, like a very specific question, like, does your, how does your body feel in this situation? Where, where is your pain worse? Where is it less? But a lot of people don't even know the answers. Yeah. Because we're not really taught anatomy beyond the knee bone is connected to the ankle bone. Right. Versus like our neurological system and our, how our hearts actually have more connections than our brain. Yeah. That we have emotional <clears throat> intelligence that's there for us to and our gut discover too, right? and our gut yeah our our That's brains they say listen to your gut right? connect from our 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 digestive system tissue right so there really is wisdom in our gut and mm-hmm. that's often what we refer to as our intuition yeah but so often we're caught in our head we're caught in our ego and we're caught in this judgment yeah that we don't shut up long enough <laughs> to listen to what does my heart have to say right what does my gut have to say right that that is really embodiment. Yeah. That that's really body wisdom. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <gasps> Yay. <sighs> and I know, Eleanor, that, you know, your journey has been a lot about, you know, because you're such a smart person and you're you're so intellectual, it's been getting out of your head and into your heart. And I am a recovering gut. overthinker. <laughs> <laughs> any any anyone like that out there? Um, yeah. So I love that we're having this discussion because really it's about um, you know doing that inner work to to connect to who you truly are and and you know 
stop making those, you know, rash judgments that are, that are, it's just your ego trying to protect yourself. But if you can bypass that and move towards, you know, discernment and really connecting, you know, deeper to your body's wisdom and, and living from that place of, of your higher self and, and, you know, um, just, just making, you know, the best decisions for you and for, everyone around you, right? Because it's not just about you. Um, but you do that by, by just doing that deeper work and, and, you know, discernment versus judgment is just such an important distinction. So I'm so glad that we had a chance to talk about that. Anything Thank else you, you want to say before closing? Yeah. I just want to repeat the message of, of stereotypes yeah. being a shortcut in our brain that's to save time. Yeah. Because in a life or death situation, that snap judgment can save your life. Right. So there are truth to stereotypes. Yeah. But if you have time to reflect and breathe and say, hey, maybe this isn't always true. How can I give the benefit of the doubt? Right. Because if you believe stereotypes to be the absolute truth, it becomes a prejudice. Yeah. And prejudice is, it can be very harmful. Yeah. Because you're not giving people the benefit of the doubt, and then you end up hurting people. And then so if you act on a prejudice with your words, with your actions, even violence, that that becomes discrimination. And that is, can be a crime. (laughs) I don't understand how violence is discrimination. Sorry, help me understand that. So if I punch you. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think you did me wrong right. because you're different from me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Or even verbal assault. Yeah. Like people who are, they're scared in, in this COVID crisis. Yeah. They're scared about a mask and then they come to blows or they're yelling at other people. That, oh. that, that is discrimination. Mm. And it can be very harmful to people. It can traumatize people. Yeah. Because There's if we're not- of that happening right now. Taking yeah. radical responsibility for ourselves and our trauma, we're going to project it onto others. Exactly. Yeah. So the inner work and the personal development is a process of examining that that bag of bricks that we're carrying around. Yeah. Because yeah. if if we're held down by stress and trauma, then even just a minor inconvenience can be enough. Yeah. To to like want to throw a brick at someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take that brick out of your backpack and throw it at someone, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. As opposed so. to just laying it down and then, you know, creating a nice little pathway for yourself, right? <laughs> exactly. I love that analogy. I know. It makes sense. <laughs> you came up with that. It was so great. Yeah. Well, so I you, hope that makes sense for people. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, please feel free to ask us any questions. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know how it's going to work in terms of the, the podcast because we're just recording these, but do people respond to podcasts? How does how does it work usually, Eleanor? This sounds like a really well. I guess in our outro, we invite people to the R and R to E and E group. Oh yes, Retreat and that's recreate right. To evolve and elevate there you Facebook okay. group, but your your website elvirahopper.com. Yeah, yeah. Elvira at is your email address. Yeah, and Holistic Eleanor is is my place online. Yeah, as I'm rebranding and yeah. really excited. Yeah, yeah, reach out anytime. Yeah, we awesome. love having these conversations. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much, Eleanor. This my has pleasure. Been thank you for helping and serving. You're so beautiful, Alvira. You've inspired me so much. I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Your Vibe podcast, a revolution of evolution. Please join us in the Retreat and Recreate to Evolve and Elevate Facebook group for your daily dose of insight and inspiration. 
Learn more about the Love Your Vibe transformation, a personal development solution for heart-centered people. Catch us, Elvira Hopper and Eleanor Hayward, next time. Bye for now.